Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You're going to hear this audio bit today because I'm going to play it. And it's frustrating. And I hear from you guys. The extremes, by the way. I just want to say the extremes on both sides. Yeah, I hear from you guys all the time, which makes me laugh. And I love that you listen. I was not a fan of the border deal once I knew what it was. Once I knew what was in it. Now, I didn't expect perfection. Maybe some of you did. But Lankford, Senator, James Lankford. Good dude, by the way, who I've met. Very nice guy. He, yesterday, speaking on the Senate floor, said something that I think is a snapshot of where politics is in today's world. Politics in today's world looks like this. What's the base on X think? I I need to know. I need to know that. What's the most extremes think about this? Well, they don't like it. Okay. They've never read it. They don't know what's in it. Yeah, but they don't like it. Okay. And they and they and they said I'd rather have 100% of nothing than 70% of something. Okay. That's all that matters. No, that's not all that matters. Try to run any relationship in life like that. I think you're going to find out it doesn't work. But to this, I say, Mr. Lankford, say your piece. Some of them may have policy differences. Some of them have been very clear with me. They have political differences with the bill. They say it's the wrong time to solve the problem or let the presidential election solve this problem. In fact, I had a popular commentator four weeks ago that I talked to that told me flat out before they knew any of the contents of the bill, any of the content, nothing was out at that point, that told me flat out, if you try to move a bill that solves the border crisis during this presidential year, I will do whatever I can to destroy you because I do not want you to solve this during the presidential election. By the way, they have been faithful to their promise and have done everything they can to destroy me in the past several weeks. No, it's not me. While I'm popular, I would never do that because I want to know what's in it. And the other thing is I'm about us, the American people. I don't really care what R or D means next to you because those things are just corporations that you guys have decided to become monopolies in this, this world. I don't care about the rest of it. It means nothing to me at this point. I care about the American people, period. Did you get a deal done? Was it a good deal? Was it the best deal that you can get? Because there's always something you can leave on the table. No matter how good you think you're getting a deal. But I want to say this. When I when I do my show, the thing I love is I love the fact that I get you. Look, do I get people that can't stand me? They call me effing rhinos and stuff like that. Yeah, I really don't care. That means nothing to me. Doesn't. I've pissed you off. Why? Your explanation is you're a rhino. Why am I a rhino? Because you're part of the uniparty. What's that? I care about the American people. You care about the party. I care about the people. I want us to get the best deal possible, not for the people that are coming here. Not for whether or not it makes me look good on Fox or MSNBC. Not because I want to make sure that my Twitter followers and my Insta followers are loving on me. No, I care about did we get the best deal that we possibly could that is going to help the American people. That to me is the most important thing. Everything else, that's what I think of it. That's what I think of it. Everything else, I don't really care. Because it should be about us. And somewhere along the line, the... Loud minority 
overtook the exhausted majority and common sense was thrown out of the conversation. And I'm not a fan of that. Is this a great bill? No. Would it have worked? For what? Does it, first of all, let's just let's go back to this thing we've all talked about. Unless you enforce something, it means nothing. But shouldn't it be about us? We're going to get deeper into the bill a little bit later, but shouldn't it be about us? And I'm going to play that Lankford thing throughout the day because I think it matters. He also goes on to say, and I'll grab that piece in a little bit. I have people come up to me and, and say, rather than get 50, 60, 70% of something, I want 100% of nothing if I can't get it all. Man, try living your life like that. Your husband, your wife, your business, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kids. Try living your life that way. (laughs) See how that works. This is why elections matter. I'm just putting that out there. This is why elections matter. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Trump in court, kind of, sort of today. The Colorado Supreme Court, in a case brought by six voters there, took a look at that clause and ruled that Trump must be removed from the ballot in that state. Maine, the Secretary of State, did the same thing, and other states are considering it too, while still other states have rejected the idea. So in court, Trump's lawyers will argue that he did not engage in insurrection, that the language of the amendment does not apply to presidents, and that Congress must first pass a law spelling out how to enforce that clause. Yeah. First of all, the Maine lady... Didn't even go to court. She decided unilaterally, well, I think he's done this, so he needs to come off. So they ran it up the flagpole in Colorado. And, and and if you look at the Colorado decision, it's pretty, it spells out in there, you know, when this thing gets to the Supreme Court, we know you guys are probably going to overturn this. Is there a chance? I don't think there's a chance. I think this thing dies, and I think it dies big time. But It goes back to that weird question that we ask all the time here, and we'll talk a little bit more about this throughout the day as well, is are we in the place now where we want to scream about democracy and we want to scream about all the stuff when it comes to democracy, about, you know, Trump's a threat to this, Trump's a threat to that, he's going to take it all away. And then we have unelected bureaucrats who decide unilaterally at times that the the best thing to do is to take him off. The best way to save democracy is by getting rid of democracy. The greatest jury in the world is going to be at the voting booth. And every time you do something like this, you check a little box by people who say, you know, while I'm, and I'm talking about independence. Well, I'm not a big fan of Trump. Uh, the fact that they always want to keep him off stuff uh, is curious. The fact that now all of these people are suing him and all of these things are going to, to court today, that's kind of weird. You could have gone to court two years ago, but you decided not to. Do. We can start checking boxes and it makes people curious. Biden document case coming out today. I heard there's going to be a ton of stuff redacted. Now, the case itself isn't going to go anywhere. I'm just letting you guys know that. But it's at least the the investigation is over. The special counsel Robert Hur's investigation into President Biden's handling of classified documents is in fact complete. The White House is reviewing the report over matters of executive privilege. The attorney general has notified key members of Congress that he will send that report to them and release it to the public once that review is complete. And we're just learning from the White House that that review is suspected to be done by the end of the week. He's worried about it. What's in there? Those kind of things. But there's going to be a ton of stuff redacted. Every time you do this and you're not transparent, it gives people 
more fuel for a fire of there's a cover-up. And I know what I'm going to hear from people. Well, why does Biden get away with it and Trump didn't? Well, first of all, the DOJ is never going to prosecute a sitting president. They've already set that up, remember, when Trump was there. Secondly, I have to remind everybody, this isn't about whether or not you had the documents. You've already you handed them back when you're supposed to. When you were asked, and that's the big thing that they're going to say, well, Trump decided not to do it. But what you're going to do is you're going to have redacted stuff in there. I've already talked to several lawyers. I even saw Dan Abrams talk about this the other day. That redaction is going to give more fuel to the fire of, oh, well, there's a lot of cover-up going on here. Transparency wins the day, people. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Hey, it is the love season. Are you looking for the right one? Maybe you have the person you know is the right one, but hey, those of you out there who say the best relationships are easy, that's not true. This portion of the program is brought to you by BetterHelp, and BetterHelp wants to remind you that sometimes the best relationships, not only they take some work, sometimes they need a little help, and that's where BetterHelp can come in. One of the other things that's great about BetterHelp is sitting down and talking to somebody, because maybe you've had several relationships and they didn't work, and maybe you're saying to yourself, what can I do to find the right one? What is it about me? What's going on in, in relationships that, that I have some culpability and stuff, and they can help you with that. That's the beauty of BetterHelp. Right now, why don't you try it? You're going to save 10% on your first month, become your own soulmate, as they would like to say, especially in this day and age, right? Why not love you some you? And find out what it is that you can do to better relationships. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Benson to get 10% off your first month. If you're thinking about giving therapy, try. Nothing is better than BetterHelp. Everything's convenient. It is online and is flexible and suited to your schedule. Save 10% now. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Benson. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. The Kremlin confirmed that Tucker Carlson has interviewed Vladimir Putin. You can tell the interview went over well because Tucker is still alive. Apparently, Putin was a good host. He was like, what would you like to drink, a tap poison or bottled poison? Yep, Tucker Carlson interviewing Vladimir Putin. It may not be uh, mean much to you, but for Trump, this is like watching OnlyFans. This is insane. I... <laughs> We have an OnlyFans update on that mom that we did a story about last week who's got OnlyFans in the back of her car. But uh, And the Christian school's like, could you not bring that car? Talk about that in a little bit. But it's a big deal. And the big deal about him interviewing Putin is the way that people are freaking out about it. 
in the media. I mean, it's a big deal because you're interviewing Putin and he doesn't give a lot of interviews. And yes, he thinks it's going to be softball. He thinks it's going to be friendly. Uh, and I don't know because, you know, you'll see clips, but you got to watch the whole thing. You'll see some clips, but, you know, I don't know what was cut out, what wasn't cut out. I don't know if, if Putin had the final say. Before you leave, before you leave country, you must show entire interview. And if it's not on there, uh, all things I like, I come find you. Now, I, I don't know what that's going to be like. But I tell you what, why wouldn't you want to interview him? You know, the only person that's been genuinely honest about all of this, Christiana Amanpour, who I think is one of the last journalists that are still left. Uh, but she, you know, she said that she's been trying for a couple of years. But all the other people who are quote unquote journalists like, oh, I would never do that. Shut up. You totally would. I said it yesterday. If Kim Jong-un, if if the pooter, right, Zelensky, Xi, if they want to come on my show, they've got a full platform. I'll give them all three hours. Talk about all kinds of stuff. We'll turn it into a, a, a fun podcast experience. But I'm going to ask real questions, and that's the most important thing. You're going to ask real questions, and we're not going to know that till we see it. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Insta, your X, whatever these things are called nowadays. They change all the time. Your IG, let's say IG. The kids are, did you get the follow, man? Did you get the follow? Hmm? Hmm? Did you get the follow? Hey, uh, Haley, if you guys don't know this, she lost the other day in a primary to uh, anybody but her, essentially. <laughs> that's... <laughs> that they asked her hey does that hurt does that situation in nevada hurt a little bit no i mean nevada it's such a scam they were supposed to have a primary trump rigged it so that the gop chairman who's been indicted would go and create a caucus we knew months ago that we weren't going to spend a day or a dollar in nevada because it wasn't worth it mm -hmm. and so we didn't even count nevada that wasn't anything we were looking at we knew that was rigged from the start our focus is on south carolina michigan super tuesdays and trump's not even going there nobody cares the only thing happening in nevada right now is the super bowl nobody cares about anything else so yes for those who guys didn't know there was a primary she lost to no one by 40 points and then there's a caucus tomorrow night i think the caucus is where you get the points and trump's gonna win that so, but does it hurt? No, nobody's going there, right? You focus on stuff. And the focus is eh, go where you think you've got a chance to make some noise. Remember, she is in the, in case of emergency, there is, I, her, her game is attrition. Attrition. Trump's got all kinds of things going against him. And at some point in time, she feels that there will be so much going against him that it'll start to whittle away the public's perception of whether or not he can do the job or will be able to get the job. And I'm not talking about the Democrats. I'm talking about the Republicans and the independents. And in doing so, she'll pick up steam. And if something was to happen, she's the, in case of an emergency, break the glass. Do I think that's going to happen? Not at this point. No, not at this point. I don't think, you know, it's like today SCOTUS is going to hear Trump, whether or not he could be on Colorado's ballot, and he's not going to be there for it. Of course he's got to be on the ballot. My God, that is insane to think that. Nothing says, hey, democracy is what matters. Let's get this guy off. Well, he, but there's an insurrection. Was he charged with insurrection? 
Was he charged with insurrection? Well, he's not been charged with it. So you want him off the ballot because he, for insurrection, even though he's not been charged with insurrection. Because he claims that the election that he lost was stolen. And somehow you've arrived at, well, he caused all of these things. Look, I was not a fan. Zero fan of what happened after the election. You have every right to question. You have every right to question some of the things that happened. I got no problem with that. My problem came with the continually questioning, going to court, losing, not even making it to a court because they would look and say, you're not even arguing some of these things. So there was a lot there. And by the way, what they were trying to argue, what they were trying to do, you would never be able to pull off. And I'm not talking about stealing it back. I'm talking about finding the information that you want in the in the time period that you had to present it. But to think, hey, the best way to fix democracy is to keep somebody else off the ballot. So they're going to hear that today. I, I have... In my mind, I have no doubt that they're I wouldn't be surprised if it's eight to one or eight zero with somebody abstained. They want, you know, Clarence Thomas off this, but I wouldn't be surprised if if it's that kind of decision. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. A lot of stuff still to get to more on what's going on with Tucker, because I find it fascinating. One of the things we didn't get to yesterday, but I wanted to, is uh Ethan Crumley, who's the kid who killed A few of his classmates shot some folks. It's going to jail. Mom was convicted of involuntary manslaughter. Is it a slippery slope when it comes to this situation here? Holding mom and dad liable and having them be responsible for some of what happened. That's a fair question. And and where does it go from here? How is that going to look in the future with other situations where no matter what you try to do, it's still not enough and something happens with your child and they do something? We'll talk about that. Other things straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. Independent thoughts, independent life. 
this is Chad Benson. The border deal is dead. A lot of you out there are very happy about that. Very happy. Am I happy about it? Eh, I don't feel either way about it. Uh, again, I don't know what was fully in it because it never was going to get... We Everybody worried about, well, you know, better watch out because when this thing get to Congress, we already said it's dead. It never got out of the Senate. <laughs> you guys are worried about something that never happened. My issue with all of this had nothing to do with whether it was a good deal or bad deal because we never found it out before everybody made a judgment. That was my frustration. Jim Langford, who was part of putting the border deal together, said this yesterday on the floor. And this is the stuff that pisses me off about our modern politics. Some of them may have policy differences. Some of them have been very clear with me. They have political differences with the bill. They say it's the wrong time to solve the problem or let the presidential election solve this problem. In fact, I had a popular commentator four weeks ago that I talked to that told me flat out before they knew any of the contents of the bill, any of the content, none, nothing was out at that point, that told me flat out, if you try to move a bill that solves the border crisis during this presidential year, I will do whatever I can to destroy you. Because I do not want you to solve this during the presidential election. By the way, they have been faithful to their promise and have done everything they can to destroy me in the past several weeks. That is what pisses me off. He also goes on to say, hey, I have people come up to me and say, uh, I'll take 100% of nothing that, rather than 50, 60, 70% of something. Man, you can't live in a world where it's 100% of, of nothing. That, that's not going to get you far. Try that in any relationship, any business relationship ever. Now, in some situations where you have everything going for you, you can get 100%. Not all the time, but you got to have everything going for you. And you got to have people over the barrel. Who was over the barrel here? I don't blame Blankford. Because I think a vast majority of, and I'm not speaking for the people who live in the world of extremes. I don't speak to them. They yell at me. Both sides do it. Makes me laugh. That's why I know I'm doing something right. I'm speaking to the rest of us here who live in a world of common sense, understand that compromise is what has to happen in today's world. And yes, the exhausted majority. The exhausted majority. Did I think this bill, you know, the, the stuff we found out about it, our buddy Sam texted in and said, hey, you know, uh, you know, why aren't the media talking about all this? But well, partially because we don't even know what's in all the bill. We've heard some of the big stuff, but I've also heard all kinds of lies about it. It never even got out of the Senate. They couldn't even bring it to a position where they got it to the to the floor in the House where they could at least debate it, which is usually how things used to be. It's not anymore. It's not. The debates don't happen on the floor. They don't happen in the hallways. They don't happen in back rooms or at dinners. And the negotiations happen now in public. And not with each other, but on Twitter. That's where it happens. And that's a sad, sad situation. Now, maybe some of you are a Look, I don't want a bad bill. But if your goal is to get a bill done and to help, would you take 70% of, of, of what you want over 100% of nothing? 
That's the question I think people have to ask themselves. And are we in this position to get something done? No, it's not going to happen. You and I both know it. This thing was never going to happen, and politics plays a huge role in it. I don't, for a second, think it's a bad idea to not want the issue to stay relevant. And and if I'm the Republicans, I got to figure out how to message. We talked about that yesterday. How do you message in the right way? That let me tell you something. The only reason Biden's doing this is because he got caught. The only reason Biden's doing this is because he failed the American people. The only reason he's doing this is just because of an election year. And he's terrified now that he sees the numbers that everybody holds him responsible. So now he's trying to fix something he could have fixed a long time ago. But that's the way that politics works. Right. It's like anything else. Right. You think, oh, my life's good. Then all of a sudden you have some heart issues and you're like, I got it. I I'm desperate. I got to I got I got to eat better. I got to work out a little bit more. I got to stop smoking or drinking or whatever. So, no, I, 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 I don't for a second think the Republicans are wrong. I think the way they telegraphed it maybe wasn't the best. But you've got to own this because they're going to try to flip it around. I saw an article today in the New York Times. Now it's time for Biden to go on offense when it comes to this. No, this is your mess. This is your mess in the making. This is your mess in the making. The media may want to spin it as it's now the Republicans. Sorry, you broke this thing. You could have fixed this thing all along. Everybody knows that. Everybody's been telling you that. You had the powers to do so. That aside... It wasn't a great deal. It wasn't the worst deal. And for those of you out there who think it's a horrible deal, it's the worst deal of all time, that's a bunch of crap as well. But this is where elections matter. You win elections and you got 60 in the Senate, you have a majority in the House and you have the presidency, you can get things done. You can get things done. If you don't have those things, well, then compromise is what it's all about. And if you're not willing to compromise and both parties don't want to compromise, as we all know, especially in an election year, and nobody wants to give somebody a win, once again, never, ever thinking, is this a win for us, my team, or is this a win for the American people? (laughs) Because who's always last in these arguments, these discussions? It's the American people. If it's good for America, but bad for my team, we're not doing it. That's not good either. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but Tucker Carlson's interviewed Vladimir Putin. He did. Still alive from what I understand. Watching the media freak out makes me smile. Carlson is now just another far-right conspiracy peddler with a show on the Internet. He's no longer on Fox, as we all know. And he's apparently been spending the last few days in Moscow for some reason. Who knows? We don't know why. He has to stay relevant somehow. So I guess we'll learn in the coming days. Maybe. Yeah, well, when I first heard that he was there, I just assumed he was there to get an award because there probably isn't an American who has done more for Vladimir Putin in the last couple of years than Tucker Carlson. He's been uh, he sided with Russia on the invasion. He was consistently uh, berating Vladimir uh, Zelensky and uh and and uh, lifting up Putin. So that's how he got the interview. And I think Putin's expecting a friendly interview. You know, Putin uh, actually uh, uh, order the Kremlin did state TV to cover 
Tucker and to carry some of Tucker's comments because they viewed them as so helpful to Putin in this war effort. So I'm sure they'll have a warm uh, a warm session, whether it's an award or a or a uh, I, I guess the interview would be his award it, reward. The, the meeting of the mutual admiration society um, over in Moscow. Indeed. There. Oh, indeed. Listening to them freak out. Aaron Burnett the day before. Oh, my God. How, nobody would. Oh, what? So you mean to tell me, Jen Saki, that if Putin's people reached out to you at MSNBC and they said, we'd like Jen Saki to do an interview, you'd say no? The only one who's been an honest broker in this is Christiana Amanpour, who said she's tried for the last couple of years. Now, do I think it's going to be an interview that is going to be eye-opening to America that will start a civil war whatever I heard the other day they were talking about? No. Do I think there's going to be some softball questions? I do. But I don't know what it looks like because I don't know what he has to show them that they may say you cut that out. I don't know any of those things. I don't think any of us do. What if he goes in there and he absolutely torches him and asks him question after question that makes him uncomfortable and squirm? And and oh, what about that? You're, you're judging something based on the fact that you, what, are scooped by him? He should not do it? I'll say it again. I'll put it out there. If Vlad wants to come on my show, Kim Jong-un wants to come on my show, if Xi wants to come on my show, all welcomed, including Zelensky. You guys want to come on my show? I'll give you the whole three hours. Talk about all kinds of stuff. Not just politics, not just the war, not just all that stuff. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. But listening to them freak out, fantastic. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do Raycon, best earbuds around. You'll love your Raycons. I love mine. Wear them every single day. In fact, I'm going to go work out. After this, play some pickleball. I will be wearing my Raycons. Then a little bit later, weather permitting, out to golf wearing my Raycons. I charge them. I have eight hours of talk time and 32 hours of battery life. It is awesome. I have nothing to worry about, kids, when it comes to this. It is incredible. Now, if you love somebody, maybe you love yourself, or maybe you love somebody else, and you're thinking, what do I get that person that I love so much? The best audio around. The best fit. The best sound quality. Three different sound modes. Single tap function, so you can answer phones, change in between all the things you need to change to, whether it's isolation mode or awareness mode. It is incredible. The best fit, the best sound, free shipping, 30-day happiness guarantee. They start well under 100 bucks. It's called Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com slash Chad now to save big an extra 15%. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. This is the Chad Benson Show. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year, and some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout.
we uh we might have talked about halfway through the year and just like man it's just it's just not the same year we got to find different ways to win we got to find different ways to um have success uh you know what no matter what happens throughout the game how much uh we might not have success we can't feel that that um that burden you know you got to feel like you still have that confidence to go down there and finish a game the right way and uh and and find a way to win and have a little bit more grit than uh than i don't know i wouldn't say the flash of uh previous years that right there is travis kelsey and it wasn't about taylor swift that was actually a football question because most of the questions have been about taylor uh, when it comes to him uh for those of you who don't follow football that much uh travis is arguably the best tight end in the history of the NFL. It's how good he is. He is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's not even, we talk about Gronk, and Gronk is incredible. But uh, Travis is a first ballot Hall of Famer, just like Gronk is. And when they're, when they're sitting there talking all the time, it's about Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. The fact is, is he's amazing. Incredible. And a big, big reason they're there. And it is, it's interesting because I've been saying this entire year. I don't fear the Chiefs if I'm any team in the way that you did in the past. Because the Chiefs are like, back in the day, you know, and they had Tyreek Hill and they could spread the field. And, you know, you're you're running around. They got, you know, it seems like everybody who's on offense is, is available for a pass. And it, it's different this year. It's all about the way that they win. It's gritty and nasty. And I was talking to a couple guys this week from the sports station at the local station here. And they were, uh, we were chatting. And one of the things we were talking about is the fact that you walk off the field and you go, how do we lose to those guys? How, how did they beat us? Because I've played games like that. And I've been on teams where people walk off the field and go, how, 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 did they beat, how did they beat us? Because there's just something that, like, they're not great offensively. They're really good defensively. They grind it. It's They keep it close. And then magic comes. Because Patrick Mahomes is a freak. I'm going to give you my, uh, uh, my prediction tomorrow. But... As good as I think the 49ers are, you know, yes, they got every chance to win this thing. You're not there if you don't. In fact, arguably, you could say they were easily the best team in football this year. I mean, yes, they got beat by, they had a couple bad games here and there, but consistency and they have this way to win just like the Chiefs have, but there's just, the Chiefs feel different in a way that is, if you're playing against him, isn't good because you know you're not going to get up 40 nothing on him. And that's, in the past, you figure, you know what, they're going to throw a lot of blows, but we're going to be able to score on him. It's not that way this year. 323-538-2423. At Chet Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Only fans. You guys know what that is? Some of you are like, maybe. I don't know. Chad, stop telling everybody. Only fans is a place that... It used to have anything on it, and it still does, by the way. But it's become, especially during the COVID times, really took off because sex. Yeah, you guys get where I'm going with this. So we did a story last week about a, a mom who is an OnlyFans person. She's got a big sticker on the back of her car. But her kids go to a Christian private school. And they ask mom, hey, mom. Maybe don't bring your kids here in the front. Maybe drop them off in the back or bring another car. 
because obviously it's a Christian school. You guys do adult stuff. Maybe, you know, if you could do that for us. And there was this big kerfuffle, but they allowed the kids to stay in school not so fast. A Florida private school expelled two children over a dispute with their mother. At issue, a sticker on Michelle Klein's car promoting her OnlyFans page. It supports my family. This provides a, a very comfortable way of life for us. The school asked Klein not to bring the car on campus unless the decal was removed. It's legal. You know, I pay taxes just like everyone else. The school sent a letter saying your family's enrollment with LCPS is terminated effective immediately but still offering the possibility to re-enroll her kids if she removes the sticker. Hmm. Now, I said it was good on them for keeping the kids in school, and I didn't have a problem with her saying, look, I, lady, you know what? I, it's not whether or not... Th- we have a sense, of <laughs> sense here that, you know, and sensibility when it comes to we're a Christian school. This is our faith. This is what we believe. Obviously, you must have some of that in you. You're sending your kids here. So what we're asking is if you could just drive a new car. And then the pushback came. Now, I'm all for free speech, but I do understand, hey, you know what? Guess what? There are some rules here. And I was commending them, though, for not kicking the kids out. Now they've kicked them out. And is this really over a sticker? Like, you couldn't drive another car? Me, right? As, as, as an adult and all about free speech, I also know there's a time and place for certain things. Like, I go to church. <laughs> I'm not going to wear assless chaps to church because I want to prove a point or this is how I make money or so, I mean, do you guys get where I'm going with this? I mean, just a little common sense. And then it became what she probably knows. Yeah, I probably shouldn't. And at the same time, it kind of became personal. So what do we do? We start to push back. Welcome to the world we live in. I get it every day from you guys. This whole immigration thing and Ukraine and the battle. It's like the minute that you feel that it becomes personal, you dig in harder. And so we'll see what happens. They did leave a pathway. Not to citizenship, but to staying in school. If she either removes the sticker or how about this? Just take a different car. Again, drive it everywhere else. But I, as an adult, even if I was... A part of the OnlyFans community. My uncle and I want to do OnlyPans, where we just have pictures of pans everywhere. I would be aware enough to know that, hey, there are some things that aren't for children, and this is one of them. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet, text, X, whatever the hell it is, it's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Tucker Carlson, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he is a useful idiot. He says things that are not true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's pack of lies about Ukraine. So I don't see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview, because through him, he can, you know, continue to lie about what his, you know, objectives are in Ukraine and uh, what he expects to see happen. Hey, you lost Trump. Oh, watching people blast Tucker makes my heart sing. 
Well, you don't like Tucker? No, I don't feel any way about Tucker. I think Tucker's entertaining. I think he's brilliant. I also think at times that there's a lot of things that I disagree with him about, but that's the beauty of the world that we live in. He's very interesting and ridiculously smart. But watching people lose their blanking minds over this, my God. He's interviewing Vladimir Putin, Chad. You just don't understand. You don't understand. He's going to give Vladimir Putin what? Is he going to give him a platform? He's got a platform. He invaded another country. The globe is his platform at this point in time. But he's going to have a chance to tell a side of the story we haven't heard. Yeah. Look, if the interview is nothing but softballs, absolutely go after Tucker for that. If the interview is nothing but softballs, if he hits him hard, would you have a differing view of the interview? If he comes after him and asks him some serious questions, yeah. If he says some things out there for the people who think he's a lapdog, like Secretary of State Clinton, former Secretary of State, not President. I know you think you were because you. I know, I know you think he stole it and the Russians stole it. That being said. If anybody brings up that he thought something was stolen, criminal! But but aside from all of that, if he says some things that make you think, well, why are we in this? Look, the Republicans make a huge deal about the cost of money, and that, that's that's important. But, you know, the amount of money we're spending there is a drop in the bucket compared to the waste that goes on elsewhere in this country. I think George Will said it best. It's a rounding error. Yeah, yeah. But we do have the right to question how long we're going to be there. We do have the right to question certain things. And I, for one, am glad we had no boots on the ground and we were able to make their military look as weak as I think a lot of people thought they would be. But we've proved it to be right. So that is a good thing. Does it mean it needs to go on forever? But the fact that he's interviewing him and everybody's like, oh, my God, you start stand chat. Continue, Mrs. Clinton. It's really quite sad that not just somebody like Tucker Carlson, who has been fired so many times because he seems unable to, you know, correlate his reporting with the truth, but also because it's a sign that there are people in this country right now who are like a fifth column for Vladimir Putin. And why? I don't know. I mean, why are certain Republicans throwing their lot in? Why are, you know, other Americans basically believing uh, Putin. Why did Trump believe Putin more than our 11 intelligence agencies? Hmm, I don't know. Do you have a working I theory? I do have a working theory. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> Are those the same agencies that said that Hunter Biden's thing was was not real? Are those some of the same agencies? I just, I'm curious because then it turned out to be. And you know what's great is I'll get pushback from both sides here, but if you go look at our long history, of stuff that we've done around the globe. Maybe we have every right to question some of these things. There was an article out that I read the other day. I'll find it. But it talked about we're involved in basically one in every, like, five elections globally. We're involved in, in some way, shape, or form, either pushing and advocating for somebody or downright doing some things that we shouldn't be doing. And then we're like, I can't believe that happened. So, so let's just all settle down with like, well, I've got a working theory of why this is. Why doesn't he leave all these intelligence agents? <sighs> the truth isn't as simple as people want to make it. It is messy. And rarely do you get all of the story. You get portions of stories. 
So let's just all settle down. But the fact that he's out there and he's talking to people, Chad, listen to Jen Saki. Carlson is now just another far right conspiracy peddler with a show on the Internet. He's no longer. And I, can I just say this? The show on the Internet? Jen Saki, you're on MSNBC. You get maybe 800,000 viewers at best. Maybe a million. And he'll have God knows how many views. Let's just say we take a tenth of the views. It'll say it was 125 million views. So we get rid of 90% of it and say he had 12.5 million. So the little show on the Internet, settle down there, person yelling at the combustible engine while you're trying to sell your buggy. It's over. So I think half the reason they're pissed is the fact that the media side of it is shifting in a way that they're just uncomfortable with. The fact that you've gone to school and you've gone and done all these prestigious, oh, it's very, you know, very prestigious, all of the things I've done and blah, blah, and I should be respected as such. And, blah. and then you got a guy on the Internet who has more views more viewers, more subscribers, more makes more money and does it with a 12th grade education and some common sense. And I'm not talking about Tucker. I'm talking about a lot of other people out there. Makes me laugh and that pisses you off. There's no doubt. The establishment media is having a real tough time. And any journalist worth their weight in salt, gold and everything else. And McDonald's, because it's so expensive. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Would absolutely love to talk to the pooter, wouldn't he? Or she? Christiana Amapour come out, said, absolutely I would. I've efforted for two years since the beginning of this to have a conversation with him. Judge the interview based on the interview, not based on whether or not people are freaking out. Because if the interview is a bunch of softball questions... That paints, you know, uh, Ukraine as the world's worst place in history. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Ukraine was the most corrupt nation in Europe. Isn't anymore, but was. Is there plenty of corruption going on there? Yes. So, but if it is all about how corrupt it is and and how the pooter has been singled out and it's just a bunch of softball questions, then come for it hard. We don't do that anymore. Now we judge everything based on the thing we wanted. We don't even allow us to watch something, read something, hear something before we make a judgment. All we need to do now is just go, oh, it's a crappy bill. It's horrible. It's bad for America, etc., etc. It's a bunch of baloney. It really is. Case in point, this. Played it throughout the day. I'll play it throughout the rest of the day because I think it was spot on. James Langford. One of the architects of the evil bill that would destroy America, according to some, talking about what he was told before the bill ever got out. Some of them may have policy differences. Some of them have been very clear with me. They have political differences with the bill. They say it's the wrong time to solve the problem or let the presidential election solve this problem. In fact, I had a popular commentator four weeks ago that I talked to that told me flat out before they knew any of the contents of the bill, any of the content, none, nothing was out at that point, that told me flat out, if you try to move a bill that solves the border crisis during this presidential year, 
I will do whatever I can to destroy you because I do not want you to solve this during the presidential election. By the way, they have been faithful to their promise and have done everything they can to destroy me in the past several weeks. Well, that's not good. It was not me because uh, I like to see what's in stuff and I'd like to read about it and have an understanding of what's in it before I make a judgment. But we don't live in a time of that. We live in a time of politics. We live in a time of noise. We live in a time of what's best for me, not for the people. And I'm not saying this bill is great. It's not a great bill. Is it better than nothing? Yes. Is it better than what the Republicans will probably get in the future unless they control everything with a very large majority? Probably. Uh, that being said, we live in a time of politics. And I wasn't a fan of the way that, that Trump and a lot of them came out and killed the bill before reading it and essentially calling your shot and and telegraphing what was going on. But to say I'm going to destroy you based on politics is just, well, it's modern. It's, it's a portion of the modern political world that I find ridiculous. And I've been asking this question throughout the day. What's more important, politics or the people? If your life, here, here's something to challenge yourself today. Just, it's, it, it has nothing, I just want you to challenge yourself. If I told you the party that you support wins, but everything goes to hell in a handbasket and you're worse off in, in four years, are you happy with that? Or that the party that you don't support is in power, but you're better off in four years, which would you choose? I bet you there's a lot of people out there that would choose, oh, I'd rather be more miserable and have my team win. Here's the thing. Stop making it about your team. Make it about the people. Hold everybody's feet to the fire in a way that's real and smart so they can do what's right for America and not themselves. We need more of that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. All of this incredible stuff power-packed into a supplement that is amazing for your dog. Uh, I am one of the lucky people that have used Rough Greens for years because I believe in them. And I know some of you out there are hesitant. Don't be. If you love your animals like I love my animals, give your dogs Rough Greens and watch what happens. With the vitamins, the minerals, the probiotics, the joint health, you're going to see a massive improvement. It's going to be an improvement when it comes to their gut, their teeth, their gums. It is incredible. Try a bag for free today. Put them to the test. Call 888-90-MY-DOG. That's 888-90-MY-DOG for a free bag of Rough Greens. All they ask you to do is cover the cost of shipping. Get a free bag today. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. More AI in retail. Amazon announcing the new shopping experience called Rufus. Although it's still in beta for a limited number of shoppers, the idea is that consumers can ask very specific questions like compare drip and pour over coffee makers. And while you do get a list of links to products, you can also get easy to understand answers or you can also add a follow-up question like which one's easier to clean? 
it is here. You guys ready for that? I mean, honestly, I mean, we talk about, I'm at my uh, uncle on tomorrow, our tech guru, talk about uh, AI tech and where some of it's going and also the deep fakes, how you can be able to tell the deep fakes, because I think it's really important in this day and age of, well, deep fakes everywhere uh, that we pay attention to what's going on out there. But do you understand, like, uh, there's a few articles out there over the last week or two that most people aren't paying attention to. Mid-level managers... You better figure some stuff out because AI's white collar job hunting is going on. And by that, I mean, they're going to start plucking jobs from mid-level management. We use AI every day. And I will tell you, every day, I'm amazed at it. Like, this is a perfect example of how awesome it can be. And I know everybody's terrified. Oh, my God, I don't want to lose my job. Yeah, find out how you can use it to your advantage, to make you more valuable. But this is one of those things where, isn't this like, this is awesome. I've not played around with Rufus, which is the name of the, because everybody's got to have a name. I've not played around with Rufus. Uh, I have a couple buddies who have. They do a lot of selling and stuff like that on the old uh, Amazon. We've got a bunch of big stores and Shopify, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is crazy. It is. It's incredible, though. It, I mean, you know, because when you go and you shop on some of these things, what do you do? You go, well, let's go to the, uh, uh, let's go to how many stars? Got four and a half stars. Let's see what people are saying about it. Imagine having something now that's going to be almost like your personal shopper, able to answer those questions in a second. What this technology does is not only take information that you're feeding it through the questions, but it's also getting more intelligent based on the information that it has from your past purchases and the past things that you've liked. Yeah. So it knows what you like. It's like it, it understands what you're shopping for. And, that, and, and the thing, too, that it's going to eliminate, and I think all of you will be happy about this, is if you just bought a new... I don't know, lawnmower. It's going to know you bought a new lawnmower and it's going to stop sending you 5,000 ads for a new lawnmower. But it's it's going to be intuitive. So it's going to understand, okay, I know this person's bought these kind of shirts in the past and he's bought these kind. He returned these kinds. He seems to like this kind with this fit, with this kind of material. So it's going to push you in the places that you want to go with the things that you like, rather than having to scurry around. AI chatbots are going to have a huge impact on sales and retailers know that. So retailers so far have spent about $7.8 billion on AI technology. It's going to make shopping way more efficient. Yeah, this is awesome. I mean, you don't want the fun taken out of it. And that's one of the reasons, you know, Gen Z is bringing back malls. They're talking about Gen Z. My kids love to go to the mall. They have so much fun at the mall. They do. They're like, they're, and, and because they like to go and look and feel, and it's not, they want to be able to have the experience of doing some of those things. But this is going to be convenient for everybody. And eventually we'll have our robot personal shoppers that wander around with us. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Take uh, take a moment to check out the podcast when you have a chance as well. A lot of stuff still to get to. Some more on immigration. Talking a little bit about that. Really about the fallout of immigration. More than whether or not the bill. Because the bill's dead. There's nothing to talk about anymore. It's dead. Dead. The bill's dead. 
that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Are we at a point now where we're going to live in a society where it is all what I want all the time? Or are we going to live in a society where we're going to have to understand there's going to be give and take and we can't allow the loud minority of people who want to bully and who aren't interested in actually doing anything and are more interested in how they look doing it? Are we going to allow them to run the day? I think that's a fair question. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. AI soon? Probably. AI the show. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Should mom and dad be held responsible for an action of a child? This action took place. Ethan Crumley killed four students. Also wounded seven, including some teachers. It was a horrific shooting. But mom and dad are both being tried. And, well, mom is guilty. The defense argued it was Crumley's husband, James's responsibility to secure the gun. But the jury foreperson said after the verdict, the thing that really hammered at home is that she was the last adult with a gun. One victim's parent had this message for Crumley. He wouldn't have to go through any of this if he would have just done your job as a parent. Crumley now faces up to 60 years in prison when she's sentenced in April. Legal experts say this case sets a precedent that will likely open the door for more parents to be held accountable for school shootings. That's a big deal. It's not just school shootings. I mean, I, you know, here in Arizona, where we had this situation that's still ongoing, we had a, a kid beaten to death. And the kid was beaten to death by several kids in a very kind of affluent neighbor neighborhood and area. And over the last year and a half, there were several beatings of basically it looks like, and again, I'm, I'm throwing stuff out there and I've covered it extensively on the local show here. Uh, a, a situation where they're called the Gilbert Goons. Uh, not, they, they wanted to classify them as gangs. I I just don't think they are because, you know, the way that gangs work is, is much different because there's no turf, right? There's no drugs. There's no shot collars. But it is, you know, it feels like it's more of a social media thing. But then the questions are being asked about the parents of these children. What are you doing about it? What did you know? What are you trying to hide from from everybody? And I think that's very interesting because this is setting a line. Could this line now be precedent for everybody? Now, what happens if you're an amazing parent? What happens if you're an incredible parent? What happens if you do everything you possibly could? She was not. And this kid had all kinds of freaking problems. I'm talking about major like he if you could go all right central casting i need somebody with all of the bright red flashing lights that you could give me of a child that has all kinds of problems and if you could also give me some parents who kind of just shunned it and poo-pooed it including the fact that he thought he saw a ghost everywhere and they're like ah he would complain about certain things and and the misery he was in 
And mom and dad kind of just like, eh. Now, sometimes kids can go overboard, let's be honest. Like, where's that line? But it, it, this is drawing a new line. This verdict is significant in the sense that it creates what we in the legal community call a bright line rule. That if the facts align in your case, as it does with Jennifer Crumbly, you could be liable for involuntary manslaughter. It, her name is going to be synonymous with like an actual verb. It's like, are, are you a Jennifer Crumbly mother? Or are, are you neglecting your, your child, not seeing the mental health red flags? And if so, do you have a weapon in your home? And is it securely put away in a way the child can't get it? And that was the big thing, because she was the last one to see him with a gun. And the questions being raised about her being at school that day, her not raising the alarm that I don't think the gun's in the house. And saying to the people and the powers that be at school, you may want to check him, check his locker, check whatever he has, backpack, uh, because I can't find the gun. So is this a once-off? Does this take us down a slippery slope? What about Pops, who is being tried separately? It's not just you had warning signs. It's literally the parents are being called in the morning it happened based on this drawing that he made. But do I think that there'll be prosecutors who will be looking at, let's say, a slightly lesser case? And I'll say, you know, remember that case in Michigan? That one worked. Maybe this is a time to hold more parents accountable. So it's certainly possible. He now gets to see everything that happened. What worked, what didn't. He's now got the roadmap. On the other hand, look, he is the one who's theoretically more culpable here, right? He was the one responsible for the gun. He's the one who went and actually bought the gun with him. He was the one who was responsible for the storage of the weapon. But she was the last one to see him with it and knew where it was. So Pops, you know... I, he, he gets to see all the stuff that happened before. He gets to fight against that. Uh, I think he's going to be maybe thinking about pleading out. They're both going to jail. I don't think she's going to get 60 years. But, yeah, do I think there are going to be other cases down the road? Yes. And civilly, there's going to be a ton. I mean, they've already gone after parents civilly. But I think this is going to you know open it up. And I think, why not? And now you're going to have to really, as a parent, actually parent, But we also have to ask the question of no matter what you do in life, no matter how hard you try, there's going to be some, as they would like to say, bad eggs. There's some bad eggs out there, kids. I think we all know that. I mean, every one of us has a friend or maybe you've been in that situation yourself with your kids. Maybe it was you at one time that no matter how hard your mom or dad tried, no matter what they did, no matter how much therapy they offered, no matter all of the things they offered you, that person, yourself, your kids, it didn't matter. Something was wrong. Something was amiss. And then are you going to start asking the school as well? How Where's your culpability in this? You knew that this kid seemed to have all kinds of problems. Are we going to start to get to that point where we look at schools and say there were warning signs everywhere? Mom and dad brought you warning signs. Therapists, counselors brought you warning signs. And you still did nothing about it. And you're seeing that with that case in, I think, Florida where that teacher was shot. And, yeah, the parent is in trouble for that. She's already been found guilty. But... The teacher suing the school saying, you guys also knew he was this way. I told you about it. A bunch of other teachers told you about it and you did nothing about it. 
The Slippery Slope, 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. This will be very interesting to see how this thing plays itself out in other things coming, because you know there will be more. There is no doubt about that. Spanglish was a movie. Is it also now something that people are speaking? When I was a child in school, teachers would often tell me, do not speak in Spanglish. But then I would go home, y mi familia me decía, no hables en el Spanglish. Habla en español, no seas pocho. But what research now tells us is actually multilingual people who speak in Spanglish are functioning at high levels of cognitive thinking. But because multilingual people who speak Spanglish are fabulous, they can actually do it in multiple languages. And so podemos comenzar en un idioma, but quickly switch to the other because that's the way our mente works. And so if you hear someone speak Speaking Spanglish, don't hate. Be envious. Yeah. So there, there are pockets of Miami and several other places throughout Florida. And I'll tell you this, in Southern California, and even here in Phoenix, where I am at, where Spanglish, it's 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 interesting. And I grew up with a lot of Spanglish. My grandfather, his first language was Spanish. And until the day he died, you know, Spanish was his first language. And while he spoke English... It was never clear. <laughs> I love him. But now we're on Australia times. I'm like, hey, Shad. That's what he used to call me, Shad. <laughs> but you'd learn to pick it up. And, you know, because like half of what he would say, he wouldn't find the words. And, and then it was, he would go 100 miles an hour. And, and yeah, is that is that's where we're going. We're going to be. We're going to have new words. We're going to have new languages. It's coming. It's the melting pot of America. Spanglish, people. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Rent woes. Having trouble making rent? You aren't alone. New data from Harvard University finds almost 22.5 million Americans couldn't afford theirs in 2022. That's a record number. Most spending more than the recommended 30% of their income on housing. The study also finds the number of affordable units with rent $600 a month or less dropped to 7. Three million that year, about two million fewer than a decade earlier. We're going to talk about the expense of Mickey D's and stuff coming up here in a little bit, but I will tell you that there's a perfect example of something they never count towards inflation because, of course, rent and and, and stuff it, it can vary. So that is the unseen tax that people. It's not in your check, but it comes out of your check that you don't feel. That uh, even though some stuff is coming down in certain places, you feel that. You feel that every single day. It's another one of those things that come election time, people are going to look, oh, you know, before uh, before Biden, Trump was there. And while I didn't agree with a lot of what he said, uh, I could afford rent. <laughs> My check went further. Check, 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 check. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I'll save you some money right now with MyPillow. Overstocked right now. Tons of deals and discounts galore. And you will love what they have for you right now. MyPillow has deep, deep discounts on all MyPillow products because at Christmas, they had a bunch of stuff. And guess what? What is left over is your win, including the MyPillow 2.0, 50% off. Flannel sheets, they sell out quick, 50% off. They've got deep discounts on mattresses and mattress toppers right now. Deep discounts on those. Free shipping. Flannel sheets are incredible. you got to check those out. They've got the Giza Dream Sheets for $29.98. Deep discounts on all of the stuff available. Made in the USA. 60 money back guarantee. 10-year warranty. And free shipping. You get this by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson right now. That's MyPillow.com slash Benson. 
$29.98 for the incredible Giza Dream Sheets. They've got towels and towel sets. They have everything at massive discounts. Take advantage of this and get free shipping. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. It is expensive at Mickey D's. We'll talk about that amongst other things. It is the Chad Benson Show. Irreverent? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. We're getting some more insight into Usher's plan for Sunday's Super Bowl halftime performance. He tells Billboard that he's watched every performer and analyzed how they maximized those 12 minutes. And past artists who stood out to him were Prince, Coldplay, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, and Madonna. But noted that Michael Jackson changed the game with his performance in 1993. Usher says he'll have special guests, hit songs, a live band, a live mic, choreography, and a sing-along moment. Yeah, it's going to have a sing-along moment. Who do you think? Who do you think is a special event? It's got to have some Luda, right? <laughs> you got to have some of that. Yeah, like 25 hits with him. You got to have him out there. Who else? No T-Swift, though. You got to protect T-Swift. Protect the Swift! I was reading that the 7 million in an ad. It's freaking insane for 30 seconds. 7 million. That's a lot of millions for 30 seconds. Seven million bucks for an ad. I don't know how that's going to look. I mean, do you get your money's worth? I Here's where I think you get your money's worth. Is if you are an up-and-comer, if it's that's where I think you get your bang for your buck, where you could introduce it. Is there really anything going on at McDonald's, Coca-Cola? Although, do you see where they have new spicy Coke? I mean, do we really need this? Do we really? Do you remember? Like, I was trying to explain to my kids the other day, the biggest faux pas in, in, in soda history. Because there's a documentary out on it. And they're like, what happened? What's new Coke, Dad? I'm like, oh, my God. Let me tell you guys about new Coke. <laughs> Coca-Cola. See, because today you could have new Coke. But you could have old Coke because back then they made a choice. We're just going to have the new Coke. Were you going to have some old Coke? We are not having the old Coke. So you're getting rid of the old Coke for good. Yeah, we're going to try new Coke. And new Coke was awful. It was it was awful. I said, son, daughters, you guys have no idea. Growing up during the soda wars was wars. Yeah, there were soda wars. Remember the taste test challenge? That's crazy. Said it was we almost didn't survive, but we did. So when you're introducing something new, I guess, because but if you're introducing yourself, one of the other big controversies is the, you know, uh, the the Jesus commercial that's going to run, I think, in the first quarter. The guy who owns Hobby Lobby. But the way that they come at it is like this guy's evil and bad and all that. And I started laughing. I'm like, the commercial is going to be about loving your neighbor and loving everybody. And you're like, it's a bad message, though, because it's about Jesus. (laughs) Like, okay. I don't you guys have all lost the plot. Insane. I, I want to see how Usher does. This will be fun. But I think if you're gonna spend seven million on a commercial, introducing yourself in a way that is completely new to the world because nobody's ever heard of you, I think it's that's a that's a big thing. But you know, like what do we know about McDonald's? Well, we know it's expensive. Case in point, the expense of McDonald's. Once upon a time, a few dollars could purchase a quick meal at a fast food restaurant. I think people should be able to eat good food without spending much money. But these days, grabbing a burger and fries takes a much bigger bite out of your wallet. 
why are we not talking about these fast food restaurants going up to? Almost $9 for a Big Mac. Once home to the dollar menu, prices at the Golden Arches leaving a bad taste in the mouth of consumers who just want value. Going viral, the Big Mac meal priced at $18 at a Connecticut rest stop and an Egg McMuffin selling for more than $7. Fast food companies are listening. McDonald's CEO says he's focusing on affordability this year. Two McChicken and a medium Sprite for only $3. Telling analysts that customers making $45,000 a year and less are ditching their Mickey D's and buying groceries instead. Yeah, they are. I mean, I've got kids. McDonald's, I was like, holy mother of all that is bad, good, and, and everything in between. I'll go there, and I'll spend 60 bucks. I could take the kids to Chili's, get it off that menu, and spend the same amount of money, and they'll serve it, and they'll, they'll make it for us, and they'll continue to refill my chips and salsa and all this stuff. It is so insane. The amount of money I took. So I picked my stepdaughter up on Thursday nights. She stays late at school because she goes to school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, my kids do. And then like Wednesday, Thursdays, it's an all day thing. They're there till seven o'clock at night. So I picked her up last Thursday and and we stopped by. We went to a place called Culver's. Really freaking amazing place. But we just got a little bit of food for like three of us. And it was like 45 bucks, 48 bucks, I think was the total. And I thought, my God. It's so freaking expensive to eat out. McDonald's is the same way. Chipotle is super damn expensive. And people are deciding to eat at home now. And this is one of those things where people are paying attention. And McDonald's this year, along with a lot of other places, are saying, all right, it's about the value. Right? People want value. You can see why. The price of food at home rose just 1.3% over the past year. But food away from home jumped more than 5%. They're here. McDonald's best burgers ever. Brands like McDonald's rolling out upgrades to its famous burgers and hoping its new Cosmics franchise will help bring customers back. I think one way consumers can kind of really find themselves going back in the door of some of these QSR fast food restaurants is finding out what brought them there to begin with. McDonald's did this last year. They started to bring nostalgia back. Taco Bell was like the one place where you could actually stretch that money. And Taco Bell expanding its value menu to 10 items under three bucks. The company remains dedicated to offering our fans delicious food at affordable prices. Yeah, Taco Bell is pretty affordable. I like Taco Bell. Del, I'm a Del Taco fan. In fact, I have a Del Taco hat around here. They sent me a bunch of stuff last year. I just talked about it. My love of Del Taco. Because when I was broke AF, kind of like what, what Taco Bell is doing, when I was super broke, man, I tell you what, whew, having $4 and change could feed me for like three meals at Del Taco. Thank you, Del Taco. But nostalgia and what Taco Bell is doing is brilliant. It is. Smart. People pay attention to this stuff. Value is what they want. Yes, they want good food, but value also helps tremendously. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the things. If you miss any of the show, grab the podcast. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. 
This is Chad Benson. It's that time of the day where we talk about China. So racist, Chad. (laughs) Disinformation. The battle is on at home and abroad. China. China. Well, they're ready for disinformation. They're ready to come. And I want to explain to everybody, uh, they're not our friends. In a world where information is power, where fact and fiction collide, a digital drumbeat of disinformation from China, the U.S. State Department says, threatening the very fabric of the free world. One of Beijing's latest campaigns focusing on Texas, a tidal wave of disinformation surging across social media in China in recent weeks. Zeroing in on tensions between Texas and the White House over illegal migrants spilling over the border from Mexico. Immigrants, immigrants. Remember, I migrated from California to Arizona. I didn't immigrate because I already live here. But they continue. China, not our friends. If Texas declared independence from the United States. Chinese social media users captivated by videos like this, speculating about Texas declaring independence. Online chatter of a looming U.S. civil war. This is the dark side of globalization. And not an isolated incident, the State Department says, releasing its first ever report on what it calls the People's Republic of China's information manipulation. When you look at the pieces of the puzzle, you see a breathtaking ambition on the part of the PRC to seek information dominance in key regions of the world. Yeah, not our friends. Disinformation. You know, we, we talked a bit about it last hour. We're involved in so much information, disinformation, propping up people, going against people, pushing. Everybody does it. Everybody. Like, we're standing back and like, we, we totally do it. Of course. I would expect us to. We spy on our friends. They spy on us. Information is king. China is really good at this. And it doesn't take a lot for us because of the way that we have freedom of information to be at each other's throats on stuff that isn't real. And China's loving every second of it. Am I under any illusion that we are like, Oh, we're, we never do anything. We totally do stuff like that. But the belief is our way of freedom. Liberty is better than their way, which is basically complete control. China's pushing back on it. I'll take our way over their way every day. And that's why I want to remind you, they're not our friends. Distortion and disinformation devised by the Chinese government, exploiting divisions within the United States. China's foreign ministry firing back, accusing the U.S. of hypocrisy for being the first nation to weaponize global information. Beijing blasting the State Department report as disinformation, labeling America an empire of lies. The U.S. says China's digital authoritarianism accelerated in recent years. A welcome distraction, analysts say, for Beijing's communist leaders grappling with a growing pile of problems at home. Yeah. Financially, they're in a lot of trouble. The Belt and Road Initiative has now just kind of become the Belt Initiative. (laughs) Photos... We're going to build all kinds of stuff, you know, belts, roads, the whole nine yards. Now, uh, well, we can afford belts. There's no roads coming. 
you know, they just had Evergrande just, it's done. Their largest real estate. They are trying to do everything they can to put out this big aura of, of, of dominance and power and that they can look us in the eye face to face. You can't. You can't. You're never going to. Remember years ago, they were going to catch up to us. They're going to pass us. It's too late. We're no longer the superpower. Now they're like, they're never going to catch us, and they're not the superpower we thought. So then what? Well, you better, if, if you can't catch up, you better figure out how to chop down. And that's what they're trying to do. Chop us down. Taking advantage of our freedom and setting up opportunities to come after us in ways by trying to destroy us from within. Again, not our friend. From China's real estate crisis, new homes never finished, prompting protests by angry buyers, to a plunging stock market, skyrocketing youth unemployment, and rapidly aging population. Beijing and Washington battling for information dominance. Yeah. By the way, the housing thing is so crazy. So there are, are, we're not talking about a few people. We're talking about millions of people who are being forced to pay for a house that they never got. Imagine this. You put down money for a home and you get a mortgage and they're going to go, okay, we're going to build you the home. And you're like, okay. And then they go under and they're like, you still have to make the payment. So wait a minute. (laughs) I bought a house that doesn't exist. You gave me a mortgage for something that I don't have and I still have. Yes, that's how screwed they are. At this point in time. And I will tell you this. We're digging in as hard as we possibly can. And we're spreading all kinds. Mostly the truth is what we're spreading. But yes, of course, disinformation. Of course, all of the things that we possibly can. Of course, we're doing that. And they're doing it to us. That's why I want to remind everybody. They're not our friends. They are useful. That's it. And this disinformation that's out there, that's why I say challenge everything you see. Unfortunately, we have to. We have to challenge it. Because if you don't, even trusted sources get it wrong. Even trusted sources will mess up. You've got to make sure. And finding truth shouldn't be this hard. I know it's frustrating. I'm as frustrated as you are. But we have to. We have to look and see, hey, what's available to us? What, what, is, what is real? Find that information. I mean, it's not cut and dry. And that's why, you know, the truth matters, but truth isn't black and white. And rarely is it come perfect, beautiful, and sterile. Whether it is the border issue that we're fighting, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Whether it is Ukraine or Israel there is so much in there that you have to, once you start looking at it and you can really start to break it up, you're like, oh my God. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Speaking of disinformation, Tucker Carlson's going to interview Vladimir Putin. I think it's already happened. I want to watch the whole interview before I decide to come out because you'll get bits and pieces of it. That'll pop out and you're not quite sure what's real and what's not real. What's the context of that 60 second cut comparatively to the entire conversation? 
Because I know in this country, we don't care about context and we don't care about what the entire conversation was about and what's the next thing that comes after that thing. All we care about is, can I frame this to fit my political belief or side? But man, watching the media lose their over this is hilarious. Carlson is now just another far-right conspiracy peddler with a show on the internet. He's no longer on Fox, as we all know. And he's apparently been spending the last few days in Moscow for some reason. Who knows? We don't know why. He has to stay relevant somehow. So I guess we'll learn in the coming days. Maybe. Kit Jensaki. I guess we'll learn in the coming days. Has to stay relevant. Really? Is that is that what you think? Let me ask you a question in relevancy. If you were to go to a place where there was a bunch of people... And Tucker was to go to a place with a bunch of people. How many people do you think would go towards Tucker comparatively to you? If we're going to talk about relevance. If you were to do an interview with somebody and put it on the interwebs and he does an interview, how many people do you think are going to look at those? If that's what we're looking at relevance, you're fighting a, a battle on two fronts there. A, you don't like the fact that he's interviewing him. You think it's going to be softball. And I want to see before I make the judgment, I would like to see it. First. Secondly, you're also fighting the battle of uh, he's doing it on the Internet. He's doing this little Internet thing. I don't think this Internet thing will be around for a while. My God, the battle. Oh, establishment media. Not thrilled, are you? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You know what she needs? Raycons. Raycons are amazing. Best sound quality? Absolutely. Best fit? 100%. If you want the best of the best of the best, it's Raycons. And this beautiful Valentine's Day, not too far away, why don't you give the gift of love? Maybe you love yourself, a little self-love. Or maybe you say, hey, you know what? I love my wife, my husband, my boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is. I'm going to get them this. Great audio, the best fit at a price that's not going to break your bank, which is beautiful. Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life. There is nothing like Raycons out there. And uh, trust me, I spend all day with audio, and I swear by them. They're incredible. Get yourself the Raycons with free shipping right now. And again, they start well under $100. Go to buyraycon.com slash Chad now. That's buyraycon.com slash Chad. Give the gift of love with the best audio around. It's Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. This here be the one, the only Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending on the interwebs, shall we? We shall, baby, we shall. Uh, trending, let's start with Yahoo today. NBA trade deadline, Super Bowl predictions. Aaron Rodgers was on yesterday with Joe Rogan. Watched a bit of it. Very interesting. Prince William. California Storms. All trending right now. On the old Yahoo. Head over to Google. AFCON. You're like, what's AFCON? Is that one of those things? Seems like something we we would have for military. It's not. It's the African Cup of Nations. Number one trending thing yesterday on Google. Here in these United States of America. Moana 2. 
Voyage is into theaters soon. What? Yes, they've announced a second Moana. Will hit theaters later on this year, November. Probably around Thanksgiving. FA Cup, A Quiet Place, day one. Saw the trailer yesterday. Looks really good. Abbott Elementary. That is actually kind of a funny show. I watched a bit of it with the kids, and it's kind of funny. A bunch of other uh, soccer stuff. Listeria. Dairy products are linked to a Listeria outbreak. Mojo Nixon. Guy who... uh, Interesting. DJ, punk rocker, passed away yesterday, age 66, on a cruise that he had put together. And uh, one of those people where, you know, just kind of a... a uh, the doomed of the damned, right? That's kind of one of those things. Elvis is everywhere. Destroy all lawyers. Just a very interesting character. Uh, was on a cruise for... You know, a bunch of people like it, it was. It was a country music cruise, so he was co-hosting it, and he passed away. His outlaw country cruise, they called it, and his family said, "Well, if there was one way he'd want to go, that would be it." He had a cardiac event. He was best known for celebrity spoops like "Don Henley must die" and "Debbie Gibson is pregnant with my two-headed love child." <laughs> I don't think that's true. Taylor Swift, private jet hacker, Disney stock. All trending. Head over to Twitter. X. Tucker. Number one trending thing. We've been talking about that throughout the day. Should he or shouldn't he? Well, he already did. And hell yes, he should. If you know what we're talking about, Tucker Carlson interviewed Vladimir Putin. The most... Because I've not seen it. Nobody's seen it. But it, and we'll get clips of it and it'll come out and we'll, we'll discuss a little bit of it. It's not whether he should or shouldn't. It's how do you ask the questions? Do you ask the right questions? Are you going to be a propaganda arm for the pooter? Are you going to ask real questions? Because watching the media freak out about it is hilarious. It is. I would never do that. Well, then you're an idiot. I said it yesterday. Kim Jong-un or, Plu- or the pooter or Xi wants to have a, a you know, a sit down with me. I'm a hell yeah. Why would you do that? Because that's what you're supposed to do. And, and and if you go and look, by the way, it was so funny because there's a meme out there. It's not a meme, but it, it is kind of a meme. It shows several prominent people interviewing Putin over the years. And it says, journalist, journalist, journalist. And it gets to Tucker and it says, traitor. That's the way that people look at this. Well, that's because he's been a big, big propaganda, you know, thing for the Putin. That, eh, you know, what? That, that, why? Because he has a differing opinion? Because he's looking at all sides. I'm not saying that, look, I don't agree with a lot of what he says, but I want to hear it, don't you? God, when do we get to this point? It's like, no, I don't want to hear that. And what the hilarious thing is, and we'll play some of it, listening to some people make fun of him because he's on X as if he's not relevant. And they're on stations and networks where they're completely irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. But because he's on X, he's going to get God knows how many views. Well, those views are real. Okay. So you mean to tell me that he's not going to get several million real views? Well, he probably would. Of course he would. But this is the battle of the media and that was traditional. 
right, what I call the establishment media and everybody else. Ukraine, Disney, AEW, Dynamite, all trending. Toby Keith still trending. Russia, Nevada, people are still trying to figure out. So let me get this right. Nikki, you lost to anybody but you <laughs> by 40 points. That is correct. And don't worry, though, they're having another one. So they had a, they're having a caucus and they had a primary. Oh, which one gets points? I don't know. Are you even paying attention? No. Everybody's looking at South Carolina as the next thing. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Why are they saying that? Because the only thing in Nevada that matters at this moment in time is the Super Bowl. That's it. Nothing else matters. Nobody cares about whatever else is going on. Nobody campaigned there. Why do you have two things this week? Why are you guys arguing? Why can't you just have one? Just get over yourself, right? Let's just focus on the thing that matters in Nevada this week, the Super Bowl. At Chad Benson Show is your ex, your instant, all the other things. A lot of stuff still to come. More on Tucker, McDonald's. They're going to really try to cut the fat, if you will, so their food can become more affordable. Who'd have thought anybody would ever say that? We'll talk about that. A lot of other things. It's the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. The Colorado Supreme Court, in a case brought by six voters there, took a look at that clause and ruled that Trump must be removed from the ballot in that state. Maine, the Secretary of State, did the same thing, and other states are considering it too, while still other states have rejected the idea. So in court, Trump's lawyers will argue that he did not engage in insurrection, that the language of the amendment does not apply to presidents, and that Congress must first pass a law spelling out how to enforce that clause. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. SCOTUS hearing arguments about the Colorado case of kicking him off the ballot. Nothing says democracy, like making sure somebody else isn't on the Well, Chad, he tried for insurrection. So he's been charged with insurrection? Well, no, he hasn't. So wait a minute here. You want to kick him off the ballot for not being charged with insurrection? Because isn't that what that's about? I mean, if we're to read it right, and I don't think he's a Southern general. Last time I checked. Uh, this is going to be, uh, again, very interesting the way that this thing plays itself out. There's going to be several cases in the next few months that are heading to the Supreme Court with Trump's name on it. This is not the only one. I mean, Trump's going to try to go to the Supreme Court almost certainly, said he's going to appeal the question of whether or not he has absolute immunity. So you could have two cases central to this election, absolutely central to this election, decided by this Supreme we'll Court. Yeah. Think about that. Two cases as we head towards election time and the one in D.C., there's already, you know, if it's if it's within 60 days of of they're not starting the trial, it's already been pushed back. And I don't think that one's going to happen until after the election, if it happens at all. But, you you know, they talked about, well, Colorado, well, Maine, you had the lady in Maine, right? Whether well, they're the secretary of state, she's just like, I think Trump shouldn't be on this based on what? Has he been convicted of anything? He is not. If he was convicted of insurrection, I'm with you. 100%. If 
and it had gone up the flagpole, because you know all these things are, and it's gone, and the Supreme Court ruled, nah, 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 he, he's definitely an insurrectionist. He's not even being tried for insurrection. Chief Justice Roberts has clearly made it his made it clear that, that he wants the court to be not seen as yet another political institution. He talks about how, you know, there aren't Trump justices or Bush judge justices or, or, or Obama justices. There are, you know, judges of the law. I know he's trying. You know, one thing about Chief Justice Robert is, you know, it's hard not to look at, you know, we've heard Sotomayor last week. And, you know, obviously we know about uh, what goes on with, you know, Chief Justice Thomas. And it's hard not to take a step back and go, unfortunately, politics has now seeped into every aspect. We wanted you guys to be nine oracles that for all intents and purposes were faceless, nameless, and that we're going to come out and deliver something based on the law. But that's not the way it does it anymore. I'm sorry. Right. Because if that's true, then everybody who comes up would be easily pushed through. Like 98 to two. And instead, we're not at that point. Politics plays a huge part of it. And his goal is to make it so politics isn't what these cases are. But it doesn't work that way anymore. It doesn't. And then you've got Congress's part in this as well. Wallet is a conservative. They could just say, look, it's up to Congress and not up to us, the Supreme Court. But that itself will be a decision, meaning Colorado can't remove him from the ballot if it's up to Congress. Yeah. So all of it is very interesting when you look at this and how it plays itself out. Trump will not be there today. I feel seven to two, eight to one, maybe nine, nothing kind of victory here, uh, because I think they're going to take a step back and they're going to look and they're going to go. No, you know, he's not being charged with insurrection. Uh, This is more of a Congress thing. And I just, uh, this isn't, no, no. And I think they're going to rule, you know, for him. And now I don't know about the immunity thing. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays itself out. Somebody asked me yesterday, they tweeted at me or texted me and said, hey, you're going to talk about how the immunity case may play a part in this. Uh, I, I, it's hard to, Because everything is going to be appealed to the highest court in the land. It's like trying to decide who won the game in the third quarter when it's close and there's still a fourth quarter to be played. And that's the way I look at a lot of these things when it comes to Trump and his court cases. Because I know he's going to lose the one in – everything's going to be appealed. He's going to lose the one in you know for his real estate in New York, and that's going to be appealed. And I bet you they cut that down to virtually nothing. He has already lost the cases with E. Jean Carroll, and that's going to be appealed. Depending on who you talk to, those things are going to be busted down to uh, not a lot as well. And then you're going to have all these other cases. If they ever see the light of day, you know they're going to be appealed up the – you know. up and up and up. And unfortunately, we're at a time now where the Supreme Court has such a massive say in a lot of these things. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Speaking of having a say, James Lankford yesterday on Senate floor talking about the immigration bill and being very honest about the fact that this is such a political thing. Nobody's interested in anything real. And even before anybody read it, it was dead in the water because politics. Some of them may have policy differences. Some of them have been very clear with me. They have political differences with the bill. They say it's the wrong time to solve the problem or let the presidential election solve this problem. In fact, I had a 
popular commentator four weeks ago that I talked to that told me flat out before they knew any of the contents of the bill, any of the content, none, nothing was out at that point, that told me flat out, if you try to move a bill that solves the border crisis during this presidential year, I will do whatever I can to destroy you because I do not want you to solve this during the presidential election. By the way, they have been faithful to their promise and have done everything they can to destroy me in the past several weeks. Several of you have said, good. And I said, really? Good? Yeah, because it's a bad bill. Yeah, but did you listen to what he said? Didn't know anything about the bill. So concerned about his team's win that that was more important than the bill itself. That's that's the scary part. That's where we're at. That's the frightening part. Is we're at this point now where we don't even care if it benefits us anymore. And I'm talking about the extremes. The people who live in a world of only politics. If it benefits the masses... But it doesn't do anything for us and, 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 and may not help us in the next election, which is also stupid, by the way. <laughs> Wait a minute. I did something good and that, 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 that's on us. But we're at this point now where I don't care what's in it. I don't care if it benefits everybody. If it hurts potentially a talking point for me in an election year. Or the few people that are loud and angry on X and Instagram and Facebook and whatever else, Snapchat, if if that harms me potentially, then then no. We are, this is not a good place to be. Can I just say that? Now, the bill turned out not to be great. I didn't expect it to be great. But I would like to have read it first before I made a judgment. Wouldn't you have liked to read it first? Or are you just at the point where it's my team versus their team? I said it earlier. And I bet you I've got some texts and we'll get through those some of those tomorrow. I might even put a poll up later. We're at the point now so divided in such a wacky way. There are people out there that would rather... Their lives be worse off, but their person be in the White House and, and quote unquote, their team winning than if their team wasn't there and their life better because we've made everything so personal. Man, that is that is not a good place to be. That's not a healthy place either, by the way. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, it's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other stuff. Love hearing from every single one of you. A lot of stuff still to get to. Talk some uh, some NFL football. There's still one game left. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. It's called the Super Bowl. That'll be taking place. The Taylor Swift Bowl, potentially. Yeah, that's right. Somebody who whoever wins gets Taylor Swift. No, no, I don't think that's true. I would. That's that's you can't give somebody away, can you? Is that is that possible? It's not. Yet. Rough Greens, ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics. Omega three six nine. All of this incredible stuff power packed into a supplement that is absolutely amazing. And I'm telling you guys right now, Rough Gains works in ways you cannot believe. As a fan of Rough Greens and somebody who uses it daily with my dog, Doodle, 
And I've, you guys hear me talk about Doodle doesn't have a lot of time. I understand that. But let me tell you what Doodle does have. Still has spunk, still has fight, still has bounce, still has an appetite. He is healthier than he was several years ago when he was younger, even though he's not as spry as he used to be. And that's because his joints don't hurt like they used to, thanks to Rough Greens. Better digestive tract, thanks to Rough Greens. Better coat, just a better energy level, and it is awesome. I want you to try a bag for free, and so do they. They're going to send you out a bag. All they ask you to do is cover the cost of shipping. It is that simple. You can do this by going to roughgreens.com slash chad. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chad. To get a free bag now, or call 888-90-MY-DOG. 888-90-MY-DOG for a free bag of Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com slash chad. It is the Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio, medium rare, and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson. NFL security and federal law enforcement asked if threats against Taylor Swift likely being at the game call for increased security. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas saying... When there's an additional celebrity who will bring more attention, we are already at a heightened state of vigilance. All of us in the department, alongside our federal, state, and local partners, are working to ensure that the 65,000 people attending Super Bowl 58 are all safe. Yeah, that's a good thing. Weapons of mass destruction, somebody coming after Taylor Swift. We can't have any of that. No way. It's it's, it's, it's insane. But they've done that for quite a while. But I will say this. When I went to the World Cup in 94, and and for those of you who think the NFL is the end-all to be-all, we're hosting the World Cup in a few years. The World Cup dwarfs, I mean, just makes the NFL look like it doesn't. There's going to be 104 Super Bowls played here in the United States. But 94, eh, we just walked in. It wasn't anything crazy. Nobody, you know, it's like there was no, we we went, we parked our car, we kicked our soccer ball around with everybody else, having fun, singing songs with people from Sweden and Colombia and, and you know, Romania, and we, we wandered into the field and we uh, had a good time, you know, and nary a person. There was security in their little yellow jackets and some police, but there wasn't any. Now, last I we were at the Super Bowl last year. I didn't go to the game, but we went to all the media week. We did our local show from there. And I will tell you, the security is just insane. When I went in 2016 to the convention in Cleveland, that security was really, whoa. The security at the Super Bowl media day was insane. One had the president, the other had TikTokers. Could you imagine, though, if something was to happen? You know, I mean, could you imagine just for a moment if something went down on the biggest day of the year for everybody watching television at once? It's the only time we watch TV. It's at once is the Super Bowl. Could you imagine what that would be like? Oh, my God. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Mayorkas is on it, though. If he protects the Super Bowl like he protects our border, 
I'm thinking something's going to happen. Oh, Chad, come on now. Speaking of Taylor. Sure, he's playing in the Super Bowl Sunday, but what does Travis Kelsey think about his girlfriend Taylor Swift's history-making win at the Grammy Sunday night? She's rewriting the history books herself. Uh, I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home some hardware, too. At Kelsey's media availability Monday night, it seemed most of the questions were Swift-related. Has he heard her new album, which she announced Sunday? Um, I have heard some of it, yes, and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for uh, her to shake up the world when it finally drops. And if he wins on Sunday, any chance of a Vegas wedding? I've been to a Vegas wedding. Vegas weddings are out of control. Absolutely insane. I don't know if I'll ever have a Vegas wedding. Yeah? Yeah? I saw, what was it yesterday? There were, uh, there's this podcast of these guys going around going, I have the script for the Super Bowl. And I'm like, okay, now let's hear what these guys have to say. And uh, it's 24 to 17, Chiefs win. Kelsey, MVP, goes down on his knees and asks her to marry him at the 50 yard line. That's the script. That, but now that the script is out, you would have to change the script, right? We don't want to, now that we know, I mean, it can't be, you, you can't get, how did you get the script? How did you get the script? Because people are always looking for something. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Uh, we did the story last week. I don't know if you guys remember this. An OnlyFans mom at a private school, I think they're called Liberty, in Florida. It's a Christian school. They asked the mom, hey, look, could you park around the back? Because you got OnlyFans all over it. Right? Was her name Piper Fawn? That's her OnlyFans name. And I said, well, you know, they didn't kick the kids out of school because I don't think you should. Right. But mom and dad do is one thing. You're coming there. You're getting a good education. Uh, you know, as a Christian, uh, you know, you should look for reasons to forgive and look for reasons to spread the, the word. Not look for reasons to damn people. Well, guess what? A Florida private school expelled two children over a dispute with their mother. At issue, a sticker on Michelle Klein's car promoting her OnlyFans page. It supports my family. This provides a, a very comfortable way of life for us. The school asked Klein not to bring the car on campus unless the decal was removed. It's legal. You know, I pay taxes just like everyone else. The school sent a letter saying your family's enrollment with LCPS is terminated effective immediately, but still offering the possibility to re-enroll her kids if she removes the sticker so is it at, uh, here's the thing you have to take off the, you, they're not telling her to take off the the get off only fans well what if i just bring another car because now she's standing up saying well i've got my freedom of speech which you do and they probably have stuff inside of their their terms of agreement for allowing your children to go there and they'll make something up just take another car drive everywhere else and I know you're thinking there's a bunch of dads here that would like to see Piper Fawn. That's her stage name. <laughs> Is it really a stage? Because it's more of a bed. Shouldn't that? Th- that's what it should be called. Well, my real name is Linda, but I go by Hot Buns. That's your stage name. Actually, it's my bed name because <laughs> there's not really a stage. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, solid fun show today. A lot of stuff that uh, we got to. We'll get to a lot more tomorrow. If you miss any show, please grab the podcast. I love it. People saying, "Hey, Chad, I thought you can do some video stuff." We are getting ready to do that. The new camera stuff that we got, it was on back order. 
So we ordered some new stuff, and it should be here probably by the weekend. And we got the studio set up, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of different things. Uh, so be ready for that. We're going to do a lot more interviews. And like I say, we're going to have uh, – it's going to be a little bit more of going deeper in a few things, but also a little bit more raw. Like I say, it's called Things We Can't Say on the Radio because, as you guys all know, there are certain things that we just can't say on the radio. You guys have a blessed rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. I see you Friday. Night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.